Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so happy that you are joining us for this podcast because we have a continuation of last week's uh, such a great, great subject on infertility because it affects so many households. And uh, we want to share a little more with you because I believe that some of you that listened last week uh, that you were ministered to and you were given hope to. And so you might want to call someone real quick if you're listening and say, hey, you want to listen to this. Or tell someone else to go back to last week's also, um, because that's what we're all here for, is to help each other, to encourage each other. And, and, and you know, life has its situations, and so we need each other. And that's what this podcast and uh, At the Table with Darlene is all about, to try to help every everyone in any way that we can. So let me introduce this wonderful group that we have tonight. Uh, sitting across from me tonight is Chris Norman, our executive producer, the really important guy, and the only guy, I must say, in the room. Hello, Chris. Hello. Glad to be here. Well, we're glad that you're here, too, and we're really, uh, I, should I say, we're really sad that your co-producer is not with you tonight. Uh, I, miss, I miss my I know my, my other man. I know he would just say it was a little bit too much for him, probably. You know, he yeah, would too much estrogen. Maybe, yeah, yeah he might have said too that. Much. Yeah, and uh, sitting to my right is uh, okay. This is the Secretary of the State, in case you didn't know, <laughs> Tiffany Kramer. Uh, she just uh, won the election on that one. So. I did. It was self-elected. So <laughs> self-appointed. Self-appointed. I voted for you. Thank oh. you. I would have if there was an election. Well, you can just go ahead and write it down. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is election week. This is election week, you know, mm, coming up yeah. or over or done or what. By the time this podcast, I'm not sure. It'll just have passed. Just have passed. And oh. you won the election. Is that what it was? <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. So, well, I didn't want to be just the secretary, so I... I deemed myself secretary of the state. Whatever, of my job. whatever the state <laughs> is, whatever the state is state at the moment, mind, state of mind. Yeah. Just please call me Madam Secretary from now on. <sighs> we we can do that. Yes, okay. <laughs> Sitting right next to Chris, right across from me, is the beautiful Jessica Norman, and we're so happy you're here, Jessica. Thanks. We have you. This is your third appearance it on, is. at the table. Whoa. I know. Hey. I know. It's quite regular. It is. I know. There you go. See. I'll start signing autographs soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There you go. For sure. <laughs> and we also have someone that we're really excited about being on the program because Dara Young, you were mentioned last week. We just drew you in even without you knowing it because you have such a beautiful testimony. So welcome to At the Table tonight. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm excited to be here. Is this your second, third time of your parent? Uh, third, third pod. Yeah, third podcast. Well, we're glad Listen. to have you. It's been a while. Two celebrities. Yes, it has. I know. And the secretary. I know. <laughs> the, ta- the table. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. It's Our a, it's a good table. Listenership is going to go up by yes, like a million. I know. Yep. Yes. I, I think know. this is a record of how many people we've had on at one time. <laughs> well, you've we're heard about packing. You've you heard about packing the courts, right? We packed the table. Pack in the table. That's right. <laughs> and we also have Christina Gober, Gober. with us. Oh, she got it right. 
I did. <laughs> Hi, Christina. Hi. We have <laughs> Chris. So we have Christina and Dara are joining us by uh, telephone. Don't you just love technology? It's wonderful. Sometimes. Because we didn't have enough uh, chairs around the table, so we just thought we'd just pipe you in like this. No, there were reasons you aren't here, but we're glad that you're here with us now. So welcome, both of you. And sitting down at the end of the table. The head of the table. Head of the table <laughs> tonight <laughs> is is the uh, pregnant mama, Kendra Buchart. We're so yes. glad that you're here. I'm feeling a lot more relaxed this week. Good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We like that. Yes, not because, as nervous. Not as nervous because now you're a pro. <laughs> As far as the name calling and getting them wrong, I still call Missy Massey sometime Missy Wallen. And really? she and that was like thirty something <laughs> well, years, years ago. ago. Oh, wow. And because I don't know where it comes from, it just it just happens, you know. It's like it's amazing the things that's stuck in our brain. Mm -hmm. Especially this brain. But anyway, we're so glad that you all are here and uh, we're going to we're gonna put in the hot seat because I think she needs to be in the hot seat. We're going to put Jessica back in there in the hot seat to uh, lead this off and tell us a little bit more about where you're at on this journey, because it is a journey. Infertility is like so many journeys of life, and you and Chris are on this journey. So just kind of tell us where you're at with this. Yeah, so last week when uh, Kendra and Christina talked about they have done to take a step out in faith. And then Dara was mentioned, which you'll get to hear that mm -hmm. here soon, more in depth. Um, it was crazy. Chris and I were dating a month, um, and we bought a baby item. It was, like I said, the craziest thing. It was put on his heart that we were supposed to have a baby. And so we bought a, a wall decal that goes over the crib. Um, and the wall decal is, you are our greatest adventure. And Aww. we bought it, it came in the mail, and I never opened it because mm -hmm. I said, I'm not going to open it until we can put it on the wall. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just adamant about it. Well, I knew about Dara's story, um, about how she had bought uh, the item for Silas. And then Kendra and Blake talked about them buying the security blanket in church. And so that Sunday after um, we listened to Kendra and Blake... I told Chris, I said, I remember us buying that. I said, I want to go get it out. Um, I got the goosebumps. Aww. <laughs> so I forgot what it said. We were trying to, like, talk about it and remember what. It was a long time ago. It was, it was a long time ago. So we opened it up, and it was from August 2017. Mm. Wow. That we bought it. And I still left it in the little, um, we opened the box, and I just looked at the picture that it came with um but I still left it wrapped in the little tissue paper. It came from Etsy, so it's, like, super cute and wrapped. Mm -hmm. And um, in between those times, when we first started church here, um, Dara was telling me about um, her buying the thing for Silas. So uh, I was making T-shirts and things at the time, and um, I had made Dara a little onesie. Um, she was pregnant with Silas, and um, it said, For this child we have prayed. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like I was supposed to make one for us. So I went and I bought a little newborn onesie, and I made it, and it's been sitting with that box. <laughs> um, and every once in a while I'll get it out, and um, I'll pray over it. But I think now hearing Kendra's story, because I didn't really know the full story, um, I'm going to be getting that thing out and putting it over my belly, and we're going to be praying every day. So. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 
It's so but, good. Yeah. So encouraging. And uh, those of you that's listening, hey, it doesn't hurt to get your faith on assignment. Get it in action and believe in God for that which we're, we believe that is, is his will for our life. Uh, Dara, tell us a little bit about your story. Uh, we want to hear, we know that we have Silas now, which is amazing. But yes. if you don't mind, uh, tell us tell us about your journey, you and Alex. Sure. Um, I don't know how much detail I'll try to do the condensed version. Um, after we got married, we pretty much started trying right away um, and weren't being weren't having any success. Um, and there was, we got to a point and I don't think I ever really shared it that I thought I was pregnant, um, about six months in, um, I wasn't having my period never came, but I kept getting negative, uh, pregnancy tests, but I had convinced myself that, you know, cause there's all sorts of stories on the internet. The internet's very bad. Um, mm-hmm. when you're trying to conceive, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. of people that, would get negative home pregnancy tests, but then end up with a positive blood test. Um, even months into it, never got a uh, positive at home. So I had convinced myself that I was pregnant and it just wasn't showing up. Um, and then another month passed and, you know, the monthly visitor came and I was devastated. Um, and that I think was when, the hard part of trying to conceive really started for me, like having, cause I had it so built up. It was, you know, I can't compare it to actually miscarrying cause that hasn't happened, but it felt like a, a loss to me. Um, and you know, I had to grieve that because I, I just knew it, but it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kept going and we kept trying and almost a year into it, I had a friend, because we hadn't talked about it. We kept it to ourselves that we weren't having any success. Um, and I had a friend just out of the blue say, Hey, you know, are you interested in seeing a fertility doctor? Cause I know one, um, it was a total God thing that she spoke to me and like, you know, we've kind of tossed it back and forth. Not really sure we're at that point. Um, but we went ahead and make, made an appointment. Um, and to that, journey with him and all of those doctor visits and everything and monitoring cycles. He said that he thought that I had scar tissue around my ovaries, Mm. um, from when my appendix ruptured. Oh, right. I remember. Um, that was six years prior. Right. And you know, the devil is very tricky Mm because he tried to steal a testimony Mm -hmm. uh, that I had from the fact that I was alive to begin with such a um, and tried to steal that from me right by not allowing me to get pregnant Mm -hmm. and it's I kind of got mad for a little bit but I don't understand why save me but yet deprive me of this other thing that I really want so badly right and um but I was looking at it wrong. I was viewing my past through my current situation, and that's not how we should do things. We oh, should view powerful. our current situation from what God has already brought us through. Amen. And so, so you know, I, I changed my mindset. I'm like, you're not going to taint what God healed me from because God's going to heal me from this too. Um, so 
we scheduled surgery. We had surgery, extensive um, scar tissue to the point that my doctor said another doctor would have just said it's not worth it and taken everything out. Um, but he took the time and was able to uh, free my um, ovaries from scar tissue to where they were because it, it was like saran wrap around mm. them to where I couldn't ovulate. Mm. Um, sorry for, you know, this, there's a lot of detail in trying to conceive. So yes. I apologize. Is this too much information? Um, Kendra warned them on the last Yeah, episode. I warned them. I okay. Have, okay. Good. good. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, so we started it again after the surgery, um, tried for another six months on our own, weren't having any success. And I had a lot of turmoil about if I wanted to go back to the doctor. I, I was so hopeful that we would be able to just, you know, make a baby the next month and be on our way. And I was so concerned about having all of the doctor visits again and having to go through the monitoring. Um, but the first month of monitoring, I ovulated for the first time that we knew about. And I was overjoyed I you know mm-hmm. I think I even shared it at church and scared pastor <laughs> <laughs> that I ovulated um, I remember that. <laughs> um and then okay. the <laughs> my first uh, medicated cycle we got pregnant um but the infertility mindset like those fears of like, will I ever get pregnant? Um, they never, they didn't go away. They shifted mm. to, am I going to get to keep this baby? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And Those so are very like, real in thoughts that uh, we have, yes. you know, in, in these situations. So, yes. Yes. Um, I, that, that was the short of the whole story. Um, but there were lots of things like buying the blanket um, and how... I felt so silly stepping out, but that's not what God's word says. It's not silly. It's putting my faith in action Mm -hmm. and how important it is to move when God tells us to. And it was, I think we were three months into that determination to buy the baby, buy something every month that I didn't get pregnant um, when we found out we were pregnant. Um. And there were a bunch of other you know, little things going through the whole story, but um, I kind of lost my place. I also remember... I'll let someone else talk for a little bit. I, also, I remember whenever you made that bold video on Facebook, whenever you were talking about the security blanket, yes. and it was absolutely amazing mm-hmm. like how many people me. came out of the woodworks yes. to talk to you about it and be like, hey, you're not alone. Like mm-hmm. I'm dealing with this too. Mm-hmm. Like it, if anybody is friends with Dare on Facebook, you should find that video because it's it, it gives you goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I've, think- I've gone back and watched it a couple different times just to encourage my mm-hmm. self, even with other things going on, um, to put your faith in action. Right, that is so good, and I I think that it's it's just a good reminder. And I think you ladies that are on here tonight, uh, the every opportunity that you you have in this next week or two to to put it out there for for the audience that you all reach to be listening to these podcasts mm-hmm. because they are vitally important for for the women and the men that are that are wanting children and trying to have children and the ups and downs the mm-hmm. disappointments because uh, Christina said it a while ago you know uh, 
Christina, you just uh, when we were talking earlier on the other, earlier podcast, uh, you were talking about where you and Carl were at, uh, and for some reason uh, you feel the way you do, and, and which is a beautiful way. You guys have just resting in whatever it is that God wants. You want a child. And I remember in some of our counseling earlier, we we had even talked, and you guys were talking about having children, whether you adopted them or whether you have children of your own. You just that was something that the two of you really want to to have. Yeah. And you touched on that a little bit, and so uh, I think that's a real encouragement for people to, uh, you know, you we come at different places, you know, you everybody's not at the same place in, in their journey. And so there are certain places in your journey where you feel different ways. And, and because we've all done that with different things. And, and, and so, and Tiffany, I want you to jump in a little bit. I know that, that uh, uh, you and Lou talked on several sessions back, maybe, I don't know. Almost a year ago. Almost yeah. a uh-huh. year ago. You shared, you know, uh, about... Uh, you know, this very thing that we're talking about tonight. So uh, for, for just a few moments, moments tell, tell a little bit about the journey that you and Lou went on from, you've been married how many years now? 23. 23, and you guys have been on quite the journey uh, with this makes child. Makes me feel really old. Yeah, <laughs> makes you feel really 23 old. 23 years. This journey makes me cry, so if you could try to not make me cry, that would be great. <laughs> Um, but there's people that are going to find themselves in the same journey that yes. where you're at. And so we, we want our listeners, because they may say, you know, that's not me. I can't get where these girls are at. I can't get where Kendra and and, uh, and uh, Dara are. You know, I can't get there. We're, and so just kind of share a little bit. Um, okay, well, uh, I wasn't planning on that, but... Uh, Basically, I'll try to do a condensed version of it. Um, My husband and I, Lou, uh, we didn't, you know, nobody goes into marriage and and childbirth and all of that thinking, oh, I bet something's wrong with me. No one, no one does that. You just, Mm -hmm. you make your little fairy tale story in your head and then you're like, our thing was we're going to be married for one year and then we're going to start our family. Mm -hmm. You know, we just so... That's just the way it's going to be. We and, tried to plan. You know, in hindsight, in now I never had regular cycles, and never occurred to me that that you know, you're young and stupid. You don't think about those mm-hmm. things. Right. So that was our plan, and so, you know, okay, it's been a year now, so let's start our family, and uh, and so, very long story short, short, um, we found ourselves very very unfertile. Um, we immediately knew that it was my body that was um, misbehaving. Uh, I didn't ovulate regularly. I, I did. I did fertility drugs, and it turned me into a Amazon monster woman. Um, <laughs> They'll do that. Oh my! They God. will do that. Yes, <laughs> they will. My husband just, was not fond of me when I was on them. No, and and that ultimately is what um, we did that for a while, and and. It was so, and I think everybody probably responds the same but different. Mm-hmm. And for us, I felt like, 
you know, I'm going to lose my marriage Mm -hmm. to try to create a child. And that's like counterproductive, (laughs) you know, because it's to make a whole family, not me be a single mom. So, so we stopped after, I don't know how long, how long I took it, but it was, it was dreadful. And so I just, I was like, God knows the desire of our heart. There has to be a different way. I'm not doing this anymore. And so Lou, who feared for his life, was like, <laughs> good idea. <laughs> Such a patient man, oh, my yes. son-in-law. Yeah. Yes. So um, we stopped doing that. And pretty much um, that was the end of our medical intervention as far as for infertility went. And so um, 10 years in, no baby. And we actually um, became quite comfortable after, you know, we there's an absolute mourning period. And like Dara said, every period that comes, you're like, it's just insulting. It is. It's, mm-hmm. it's yep. you just, it's a good way it's such a it. jerk. Like, you know, you just get angry. Um, and, and then as you get older, you're like, well, I don't need to have periods anymore. You're not doing me any good. You know, it's, you go, I had a lot of anger in my, I I have to, in my cycles. So, um, so, uh, 10 years in, um, we had thought about adoption, um, just decided, obviously we're not going to have any children of our own, but adoption was unattainable also. So we're just, we were honestly truthfully cool with it we just had accepted that you know god our plan is not always god's plan and so that's what we that's what we went with and then um i won't get into their our adoption story but we ended up adopting um max our our 13 year old son and uh he's now 13 and you got him at birth i got him at birth we we were at the hospital when he was born um and we weren't expecting that that came out of left field just totally a God thing. You know, whenever we stopped putting our hand on things, God said, I'll show you. I just told Max the other day, I said, I still don't know how we adopted you. I said, do you have any idea how expensive this is? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know how much you cost. (laughs) I was trying to, I was trying to help him understand that we live miracles every single day. Yes. Um, Because of some things that he struggles with. And I'm like, let me show, let me tell you about some miracles in our life. But that's another podcast. But anyway, I said, it just still doesn't make sense. Daddy and I still don't know how we were able to become the family that we are. And we're so blessed and we're so thankful. So then Max was, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what the years are right now. I should have studied up. But anyway, um, a few years later, all of a sudden, I had lost a little bit of weight. I have polycystic ovary syndrome, and um, that totally trashes your... Um, metabolism like you just don't really have anything at all I had several of the signs and it just it just trashed me Um, and it made that's also that was the cause of our infertility as well and suddenly something chemically in my body changed and I was able to lose a little bit of weight and I couldn't explain it but I was excited about it right (laughs) and then I thought I had the flu one day and now like Kendra said I could have I could have owned my own, you know, uh, pregnancy test company, um, <laughs> because I have given them a lot of money yeah. over the years, you know, one second late and I'm taking a test, you yep. know, <laughs> so, or even like day, five days before you're supposed to start, yes. like you start just, buying it. It gets ridiculous, doesn't yes, it? It does. <laughs> so, um, 
but I was going to call the doctor because I just was so sick. And I was, and I didn't tell Lou, but I had gone to save a lot, y'all. <laughs> save a lot. And at the cash register, they had Dollar. a $1 pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they still do. And <laughs> There's I'm a like, whole lot of women out there saying, oh, I've got a lot I of those. <laughs> I know where they're all at. A whole case of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I had grabbed one of those when I was picking up my groceries at save a lot. And I had, you know, the female bladder. I was up at early early in the morning and I just really had to go to the restroom so I thought okay Lou doesn't know about this I just want to make sure like a thousand times before that before I go to the doctor because they'll say is there any chance you're pregnant you know I can't tell you how many times I heard that and I'm like is there any chance you're pregnant you know but anyway um so I took this test and I'm like there was a line it was faint-ish but like really clear and I, to say the least, I lost my mind, and I'm going in there, jumping on the bed, and Lou's thinks, and Lou's like, what's, what's going on, what's happening, and so, so we were pregnant, and um, I called my mom, and that's a funny story, because I took a picture of it with my phone, and I sent it to her, and I'm like, guess what this it's is, like, and she's like, what, okay. two or three o'clock in the morning, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't call in the middle of the night, because you think someone's dead, right, this is true, well, but you text, well, yeah, I <laughs> thought from what little I got about her voice, I couldn't discern whether she was happy, sad, because she was crying, right, and, <laughs> and, and I thought that something had happened with Max, yeah, and I, th- and I sent her this picture of the super close. And I honestly thought that Max got locked in. That was a oh keyhole. We're looking through. That's oh how, my god! That's how crazy it was. Honestly. That was cruel. Now that I think back, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I called her like I'm pregnant. She's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so that was that. Um, and we we carried that baby. I mean, we told. The universe. Yes. Like, if I could have got a hold of the president to tell him. Madam Secretary, you probably could have. Yeah. I probably could have now if I think about it. She wasn't in office yet. I was oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. But I was yes. working my way. But, I mean, we, like, I would tell a stranger if I had the opportunity Aww. because I had literally been infertile for, you know, 15 years or right. so. And so, um, like, everybody knew. The Kramers are pregnant. You know, it's a miracle. Let's have a party and no, all this stuff. It was and so, a miracle. and it was a miracle. It is still a miracle. Um, but anyway, baby uh, hope. That was baby hope. And I have a necklace that I wear that says hope, and I've got a ring that's hope. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, we have hope, faith, one, uh, three, and four. <laughs> <laughs> Stop naming them after the first two. But um, anyway, so we lost that pregnancy. I was uh, about eleven weeks along. And, um, actually labored it and, you know, mm-hmm. I can't imagine a whole baby doing that because that's painful, but, um, and it was devastating and, and, and instantly you get angry and you're like, why, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that I'm questioning God, but I'm questioning God, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. why would you, you, why would you do this? Number one, I already have a kid and I was totally cool with that. And here you go messing with me. And, and it was very, you know, it was, it was rough. Um, so, but then I'm like, but how come I ovulated? Because my eggs are like scrambled, you know, oh why gosh. in the world? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so then that kind of got me going. And anyway, we had, we ended up with four pregnancies in 18 months and uh, I couldn't stop getting pregnant. And, and by the third and fourth one, um, it wasn't exciting anymore. It was, you, I just, I couldn't just full disclosure. I couldn't be excited about it. The, the th- third and fourth one were accidents. 
Like, I was so fertile. It was just the most bizarre. It still makes no sense to me. I had to get my tubes tied. Really? Yeah, because <laughs> I couldn't stop getting pregnant. So that's just adds insult to injury, you know. But so we did have four losses in 18 months. And um, we, I was, I was silent with God, I would say, um, because I knew better than to blame him because I've never believed once that God takes life. Um, and mm-hmm. I still don't believe that. God That's only right. gives life. Yes. But I do know that God allows things mm-hmm. to happen, and we don't always get to know the reason why. And so, um, you know, I have cried through baby dedications and baby showers, and I've even thrown baby showers for friends. And, you know, you just you just carry on with life. But I was like, God, you've got to show me something in here. I was at a crossroads. I had to say... I'm either done with you or I'm all in because I obviously don't have anything to lose. And so um, that chapter in our church book, I chose all over anger. And um, and I'm still in awe of those moments. My dream was to feel a baby, feel what it felt like to be pregnant. And I had really nasty morning sickness and all of the things, and I don't understand how you can be just a few weeks pregnant and feel like you got a bowling ball sitting on your bladder. Mm-hmm. I don't understand all that, but I did get to experience all of those things, and I'm so thankful for it. And I say that with the most honesty and, and the most truthful heart that I'm thankful for it. Do I know the reason why? Absolutely not. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. Oh. So... Because I'm That's glad my story. I'm, yeah, and I'm glad you share that because there's women out there that are saying I'm listening to all this and uh but it didn't work out for me mm-hmm. like that. I'm angry at God, I'm angry at life, I'm angry with everybody because we all know that that as women our body is wrapped around where God made us emotional mm-hmm. and therefore you know, our reproductive organs, everything is wrapped around and with those emotions. And and so when life goes, as we've talked here, in the loss of a child, the loss of not being able to be pregnant, or even like you said, you were able to, to feel a child mm-hmm. inside of you. And, and God did something in and through that into your life and and there may be someone out there that don't even get to experience I want to say that it's okay to ask God why it is it's okay to not understand it's okay to question he gave us our emotions Mm -hmm. he created us in his image and I'm sure that some of the retarded stuff that we do he might say why are you doing that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know to us and maybe not but you know I just I learned through this through that season of life that it is okay to say why that's not doubting God that's not accusing God that's just being honest I don't understand but I trust you mm-hmm. and yeah. and that's you have that's to what get it is. that point you yeah. have to get yeah. there mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he doesn't ask us yet. to understand yes. he asks us to trust yes exactly Dara and I think it's okay to be angry yes mm-hmm. as long He's as you surprised. don't no emotion is off yes. limits that's right while because trying to conceive I have been so angry and I've come to crush just bawling and saying why did God give us this desire like why why would he put that in our hearts when I knew that I was okay if I never had another one and yeah. he, mm-hmm. Chris had a vasectomy he didn't want any more mm-hmm. you know why and I got so angry and I was to the point that I didn't want to be around anyone that was pregnant. I didn't want to come to church. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do anything. And 
Chris was like, it's okay to be angry and it's okay yes. to tell God that you're mm-hmm. angry. It is. But use that us. anger for the good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Use it to tell the devil that he's not going to tell you. There you yeah. go. Those negative things because God has put it on your heart. Mm -hmm. And so many people, and I know I've said this on Facebook, people say it's in God's time. And for the longest time, that would make me mad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't understand. It's (laughs) not in God's time. Like Mm -hmm. if it was in God's time, I would have had a baby by now. Oh no. Oh no. That is not. I have finally come to light that it is in God's time because Chris told me, I don't know what, a month ago, he said, if you keep trying to force God's hand, he's like, it is not going to go well for you. He said, the Holy Spirit has told me Mm. to tell you that you have got to let it go and trust in him. And for me, I'm a very controlling person. Like I want things right when I want them. I'm impatient. I, and something when he told me that just was like, okay. And I prayed and I've let it go. And since then I have been at peace. I've been calm. That's beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a hard place to it is. get to. It, it is, is because it's a really hard place to get TMI, to. TMI, but I started this month and I was not angry. I haven't cried. Um, before, before I would hide in the bathroom and cry. Yeah. You know, I didn't want Chris to know if I started having symptoms of being pregnant five days before my period would start. I'd hide a pregnancy, like I'd take mm-hmm. it and I'd hide it in the trash because mm-hmm. I didn't want him to know that I was taking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I would keep the box there so that he'd see the box that I haven't taken the pregnancy <laughs> test, but you know, all the yep. things and... Yeah. And I think women don't give men the um, the grace either. I, I blamed him for a long time thinking, I, I would tell him, you don't understand what it's like. You don't get to feel it. And I read something recently that said, they feel it just as much as you do. They just it's don't a know. a different way. It's a different, yeah. 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 And so I had to start really giving him grace because he does feel that loss, I'm sure, every month that he just doesn't. He's just my rock. So he yeah. can't get down because then if he's down, then. Yes brings me down so and I think that's still true because uh they want you know they you're one yeah they want what you want if I mean if you're really a couple that is is truly seeking the will of God for your life and and your children you know you don't want to have a child if your husband doesn't want one or vice versa you know because there's there's no way that you can go on the journey and and I think it's it's you know, we have to share the journey, and right. we have to understand that their emotions may be different. They may not be having, you know, the weeping that we're having, but right. they have their own weeping. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and so it's really important, and I think... And in it, a loss, they mourn, you know, oh, Lou, absolutely. Lou mourned, oh, but sure. it didn't look anything like the way that I mourned. Right. And, and I was so caught up in my own things that I failed to see that in the beginning, right. and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You lost a baby, too. Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's really important is that your partner is is literally living this with you. Right. It may not be inside their body, right. but it is it's their life too. Yeah. And, and it's it's important that you turn to each other, you know. Yep. Yes. Because I think there again we go back to the emotions and I think the emotions of life because you just have stress of life. Everyone has that. It's mm-hmm. you know, not only are are you wanting to have a child, there's the the stress of life going on and so I think it's really really important that that you go on the journey together uh Kendra and and um uh Christina 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 help help me out here Christina (laughs) whoever else is out there on on the line I think I'm still tired from the weekend uh Christina uh if there's something that you want to add to because I know you and Carl are on your own journey 
here uh, to have a child, and uh, please, just anything that you want to add to this. Um, well, I, I did want to speak to um, the emotion of anger. Um, it, you know, everybody always told us growing up, well, at least me, I don't know about all of you, but me, um, you know, you shouldn't be angry with God. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, just kind of the flat statement. Seems sinful. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And after my miscarriage, like I said um, on the last podcast, I was angry. I was not in church like I should have been. Um, but my anger actually, so I, I was sitting in the bathroom and I, I remember it like it was just the other day, but I was, I was sitting in the bathroom and I was yelling. I was just, I was mad at God. I was angry that it happened to me and I was just yelling and asking him, you know, why could, how could you do this to me? You know, and, and all these things just out of anger. And all of a sudden in the middle of me yelling at him like a crazy person, <laughs> um, I just heard him say, do you want to talk to him? And I just mm -hmm. lost it. Like mm -hmm. it was wow. one of those things, you know, I hadn't prayed regu regularly in such a long time. And my anger was my doorway <laughs> into praying again. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of one of those things. And it ended up being, you know, I got back into church and, and, um, I got, I got to talk to my son for, you know, for a while. And, um, mm -hmm. So it's just, it's like when you say there's no emotion that's off limits during all of this time, like mm -hmm. it's, he understands, like, yes. like someone else had said, he, he created us with these emotions yeah. for a reason. That's right. You know, and, and yeah. I, I know that I shouldn't have been yelling at God, but <laughs> in the, at the same time, he spoke to me, mm -hmm. like he talked back to me. Right. So it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't for nothing. Right. And yeah. It's never you know, for now, nothing. That's right. That's right. right. Uh, so, thank you, Christina. What would you like to say to the women that are listening to this podcast before we go? What would you, what kind of advice would you want to give the women and the husbands that are listening? Well, honestly, just to be patient, um, trust in God, and and doing this with your partner is is honestly the most important thing. Just, just having somebody that, that will be there for you when, when you need to pray and, and when you need just help to keep going, you know, sometimes it, it's exhausting, mm -hmm. um, with all the different emotions and, and it's, it's just really important to just keep having somebody that's going to support your faith and your trust in, in God and, and in his will. Cause it's, you know, sometimes we expect things to be, a certain way because we think it's normal, but that doesn't always mean that it's God's will. Right. You know, so okay, just good. kind of keeping that in mind. Good word. Any other comments real quick before we wrap this part up? Mm -hmm. Dara, I'm going to ask you, would you pray tonight uh, over the listeners and uh, just pray that God just ministers to them through this podcast tonight and in the days that's that's ahead and the journey that they're on. Okay. Uh, fair warning. I'm already starting to cry, so um, okay. that's okay. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. uh, God, thank you for um, 
bringing us through these hard subjects in our life, God. And I pray for anyone listening that is currently going through through infertility, God, that you be with them, God, that you let them know they're not alone, um, that they have you, that you give them peace, uh, that they can rest in you. And um, I pray that you give them patience through the journey. Um, And I thank you that um, they can seek out others that can help them be a voice that can lift them up, God, that they don't have to walk through this alone. And um, I pray for all of the situations, God, that you have them in your hands. Um, And even if it's just someone that knows someone else, God, that you can give them words of encouragement to speak and not um, the, the right words to be able to encourage someone walking through this journey. God, and I thank you um, for miracle babies, all babies, Mm -hmm. miracles. And um, in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you all for being on tonight. And until the next time that we meet at the table, may the peace of God rule and reign your heart and your thoughts. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.